Hi, and welcome to episode 80 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki, but you can find me as Heartland Knits on Ravelry and Instagram. And today is Saturday, September 27th, 2014. I'm trying something a little bit different uh, this time, recording on a Saturday night. I usually try to record during daylight hours just because the natural light is better. So if there's a lot of shadows and the lighting is off today, that is why. But I kind of felt like recording today and um, so wanted to try and get one um, done. To, I was gone all day up to Door County, so I'm going to try to get one done tonight. And so in case tomorrow I don't feel like doing it, at least to have something recorded. I wanted in particular to, to uh, get an episode out this week um, just because most everybody probably knows that there's a couple um, people in our podcasting community that have had really tough weeks that spent a lot of times in the hospital or might still be there. And um, so I wanted to, to get a recording out um, for them, in case they're like bored, stiff, staring at white walls, <laughs> um, so that they have something to watch. And it, there's, you know, probably others of you out there that might need a little bit of a different um, take. And it's been quite a while since I have recorded. I have been knitting. So let's jump in right there. And. Uh, talk about the knitting um, and what has been on my needles. I've been very single-minded and I have been knitting quite a lot, especially in the last two weeks. Um, I've gone, gotten back to sort of where I just well, could sit and knit and knit and knit for like a couple hours, um, which feels good, but it's been very single-minded. So whereas I've kind of felt like recording, I thought it would be sort of boring podcast viewing just because it's kind of been you know kind of boring knitting but I have incentive I want to wear this sweater and this sweater is the um, wild apple bohus I'm picking all that it's got like needles everywhere and I was knitting this in the car today um so this is my wild apple bows. So I'll show you. I think the last time I recorded, I had finished the collar and I was doing the raglan. Well, when I, um, I'm doing this in pieces, it's pretty much all together sewn um, right now, but it is, was knit very traditionally in pieces. When I, I uh, sewed this raglan line here, I decided that it was, uh, I had gone a little bit too far. I don't actually think I had gone too far. I think that the amount of stitches in the color work is more on this particular design than some of the other ones that I have worked. So it kind of falls farther down on my shoulders, which drops this line, this raglan, a little bit farther than um, some of my other ones do. So I actually did like rip all the way back up and um, took a couple of those um, raglan increases away. So anyway, I've got most of the body done. 
and most of one sleeve you can see this is the it's attached this is I'm, I'm doing it it flat but have been kind of seaming as I go because um, just to kind of see kind of where I am on um, the decrease or the yeah the uh, decreasing ratio um, for the sleeves and I think I have maybe one or two I was knitting this um, in the car so I'm not sure how far I got um, and then I have like one sleeve left to go but everything is still there's like tons of needles the bottom is still on um, you know spare needles and the neck is because I'm not quite sure what I want to do for the edging so I kind of went down as far as I thought I might do like maybe another half half inch to one inch just depending um, and then depending on what I'm going to do for the edges um, and then I took my um, provisional cast on the last time I showed it it had like a white band around there I took that off just so I could better determine um, how it was going to sit on my neckline and kind of what neckline I wanted to do so that is um, basically all the knitting I've done but you know this amount of knitting is probably two or three pairs of socks worth um, because like one like across like one um, like knit row is like two rounds of a sock because this is done on um, lace weight with lace weight yarn I'm using size one needles 2.25 millimeter um, so there are a lot of stitches <laughs> a lot of stockinette in this so what I thought I would do just to make like try to make this a little bit more interesting I thought I should open this up and show you like my this is the um you know the the yoke the collar was done in the round and the um like beginning of round kind of sits like on the you know um, left shoulder so these are um the ends that I need to to weave in which are not all that many when you look at all the colors in the yoke and that's because spit splicing is my friend <laughs> I try to when I do color work or I try to spit splice as long as it's you know something that is a feltable yarn it's not super wash and this yarn is merino angora um, this is one of the kits from Sweden and um, you know, a lot of people don't like to spit splice when they do color work because when you've got, you know, two different colors, if you're, um, there's, you know, maybe a couple stitches where there's like, um, the, the yarn is mar marled, you know, when you spit splice, um, I'm sure you all know how to do spit splicing, you know, you, um, you're like felting two pieces of yarn together, but if they, the, uh, yarns are contrasting you can get kind of a barber pole effect well this has all these colors of green in it and when you're going from one green to the next green you're not really seeing a different difference especially with all the the um, loft and haze from the angora that um, you know will will come you know work its way out as it's worn um, so I so when I I changed from one color to the next 
most of the time I spit spliced. These ends are is because um, this particular design, there are quite a few, a number of rows, I'm not going to say quite a few, but a number of rows where there's three and four um, colors used at a time so that you can't, there's nothing to spit splice in. You have to just add in a new color and then maybe it goes back, you know, goes from two colors and around to three and then to four and then bake down to two and so it goes on like that. So that's, these ends are kind of when I had to, you know, do those rows, you know, do, do those rounds. Um, and so, and the other thing I did when, because, you know, there are, like most of these are greens, which, you know, blend nicely together. And you're not going to really see a couple stitches if there's a marled yarn. But then some of these where it switches, you know, from um, like a green to this orange or something, what I did is I still split, spit spliced those in, but I just used a little bit different technique. Um, kind of like a modified Russian spit splicey join. I don't know what you would call it. When you do a Russian join, you've got like two colors that you would like double over so that this is like where they're joined and you would kind of like a lot of times like they work this in. But see, then you've got this area where it's doubled and I don't really like that, you know, in this color because I didn't want it uh, a different um, texture. So what um, I ended up doing is kind of, you know, when you spit splice, this, this is a two-ply yarn. So I break it off kind of double. So this is like the single and then here's where I'm starting to double. And I do that on um, both of the yarns. So I spit, so I break off like maybe twice as far. And then I will kind of, so I'm folding those back just as far as that, um, you know, I've broken it back so that this section is still like two plies. It's not four plies as it was before. And then I will, I will, you know, spit splice. I'm not going to do it, but, um, you know, like rub this together um, and um, create some friction with some spit or you can use water. Or if you like really object to that, you can, if you have a dog, you can train your dog to lick your hand when you need to spit splice. I knew somebody that did that. Um, so, so that's what I, you know, I did for um, the, the places in this sweater where it went, you know, there was a high contrast. Um, and it might not, you can kind of play a little game with yourself and like trying to get it to like hit that exact part where the, where the, uh, the chart switches. Um, but if it's like a, a stitch or two off, you're not going to really see it in here. But it's a fun little game you can play with yourself when you're doing the color work. Um, the first place I saw this technique talked about was, um, I think it was a Robert Powell in A Gathering of Lace, which was published way back in 2001. But um, I don't, you know, I don't know, like if there, there, there's a, you know, specific name or, or um, it's just kind of a combination between a Russian join and a spit splice. And um, 
it works well for for something like this. So, um, my, my I was aiming to try to get this done. I wanted to get this sweater done by the next time it got really cold. Um, we had a week kind of in September, early in September, where it got really cold, and that's when I got like super enthused about um, like knitting this, and because I thought. I want to wear it this fall. I don't want to miss the chance to wear it because it's not finished. And then it get to be like too cold to wear. So um, I've been, you know, going, you know, um, pretty gangbusters on it, just trying to get it finished. And like total, I haven't knit on knit on anything else um, but this. Um, but I have been doing a little spinning. Um, I think I showed you the last time I had that lace weight skein that I had finished. And so I wanted to put something new on the wheel, but I wanted it to be totally different um, than my kind of usual spinning. I wanted to do something kind of fast and quick. Um, and there was a, a roving that has kind of been hanging around. I've had it for um, quite a long time. I don't have the tag um, with me, but it was from the roving was from a place called Rivers Edge Weaving Studio. Um, she's um, Carol Larson. She's um, from Michigan, and she I don't know if she has a website that like is stocked with with things, but she does a lot of um, fiber shows, and her things are always so beautiful. She's a, a really a true artist um, at at putting colors together. And uh, years ago. I had bought a roving um, with really like autumn colors, you know, that just, it looks, it looked just like foliage of, of trees. It was, you know, browns and greens and, you know, kind of rusty reds and golds. And I'd always had stayed out. A lot of my, my painted fiber, you know, stays out here. If it doesn't get kind of spun for a while, then it gets kind of pushed back into, into the fiber storage closet. Um, when, you know, new stuff um, shows up. And this one always stayed out because I always wanted to spin it, you know, during the fall. And it was just so pretty. And it was 100% BFL. And so I pulled that one off um, to uh, um, use. And so I spun this yarn um, with it. It's a kind of a chunky, kind of a two-ply. Um, it came out, this was a three... Um, ounce braid and it's 140 yards so um you know a different a different sort of of uh, a spin for me I you know a lot of times I'll do lace weight I just wanted to do something kind of really fun and different so um I don't know it's you know it's BFL it ended up um I had it outside on the porch kind of drying and it wasn't quite dry and I actually kind of forgot about it that it was out there and then that night we had some big storms come through and a lot of rain and it kind of rained sideways so it got thoroughly soaked again and that rainwater made it really soft so um there is that and then I also um I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the summer I started a spindle project um I was using um, my Forester Orchard Spindle, um, um, this spindle, and I was um, using a braid of fiber that a friend of mine had dyed for me 
um, last fall and it was merino and it was kind of a a progressive kind of gradient from like a champagne color to um, through like pinks like rose and then kind of a um, kind of cranberry wine color and I had um, like finished I, I, I wanted to do a two-ply but keeping the color sequence going so I split the roving down in half um, lengthwise and one um, I'm not sure which of these was done was done first I think this one was done first so this was um, one of the um, it was a it's about a three and a half ounce braid and um, this spindle is like about that it's about, um, let's see, I want to say 1.4, 1.3, 1.4 ounces. Um, so it, I ended up getting, you know, like half, um, you know, I didn't have to break the single at all to get it all on the that spindle. So this was one, and I finished up um, spinning the second one. And what I did when I, when I finished, I just used, you know, put these in, um, you know, on my ball winder and wound it off. And so they're both in sequence. And then I'm going to apply these two together, just going from the outside of the ball. And, um, you know, so that is as far as this project is. So this one is almost done, which I felt good about because a lot of times my spindle projects languish. Um, and I didn't want this one to. I really want to get, I want to, I want to knit something um, with this roving. So um, um, I kind of made a point to work on that spindle a little bit every day and, um, you know, got this one, got the second one, um, finished the, the second single spun. So that has been my um, um, spinning pro progress. Um, as far as imagining, I am thinking about my next project. Um, and I know exactly what I want it to be. I'm ready for this, for the bohos to be finished because I want to have that sweater ready to wear so that I can start another sweater and this sweater that I've shown before the Trillium out of the um, the thistle shelter so this is going to be the next thing I pick up which is another one of the you know it, this is a kind of a yoke style sweater where you do the body in, in you know one piece and then the sleeves and join it at the um, underarm and knit the yoke up so there's a lot of stockinette on this one too. So, but I do want to get this sweater because I want to wear this sweater. Somewhere I have become, you know, a product knitter um, because that's what get that's what's getting me like in like wanting to knit is I want these two things to actually wear. So I'm going with it. I to knit um, that sweater. I started watching podcasts again and I've been you know trying to catch up on a lot of them um, and there's a lot of new ones so that's lots of fun so um, that has been um, what I have been uh, working on um, I do have a little bit of show and tell I mentioned at the beginning that I went up to Door County today um, a friend and I went up went up there um, she lives about an hour north of me, and and if you're you're not familiar with Door County, um, which if you live in other parts of the country you might not be, or the other parts of the world, but if you think of 
where Wisconsin is, you know, the Lake Michigan kind of dips down like towards Chicago. And if you think of Wisconsin, there's like a little peninsula that juts out into Lake Michigan. That little peninsula is Door County. And it's a, um, a, a big summer tourist area that a lot of people have summer homes and there's big resorts and, and things. And it's um, got, you know, cute little towns and lots of little shops and things. So up there, there's um, in one of the towns, um, a friend of mine lives about an hour north of me. And then Door County is about an hour, another hour, like north of her. So it's about two hours from me. So I drove up to her house and then we, you know, together we, um, you know, drove up. She drove, um, you know, once I got to her house, then she drove because I said, I want to knit. So um, that was good. But there's a nice little yarn shop in this uh, one little town called Sturgeon Bay. And um, so we stopped there. She is an, um, a not entirely avid knitter. <laughs> she knits, but not. She... Uh, I got a new job last winter and she texted me at one point and said, there's a lady here who is a, just a crazy knitter like you. And I went, what does that mean? <laughs> she said, she knits all the time. So um, she's she's not a like a crazy knitter, but um, she does know how to knit. And she, um, so so we stopped and, and I had a card that, they have it's a shop that has one of those like frequent shopper cards. And since oh, last year, um, I had one filled up. Actually, I had two because a lot of times I will forget to bring mine. So I had like one that had was partially stamped and another one that was partially stamped. But together they, you know, um, made, you know, one so that you got um, it's a it's a quite generous one. Um, you get $30 off of, after you fill the card, you get $30 off your next um, purchase. So um, I've been sort of sitting on that and I kept thinking they're going to probably do away with these or something by the time I get back up there. So um, we went and we looked around and, and it's a nice shop, but I found um, this that I just, I fell in love with. It's, it's a, uh, you know, so pretty. I hope the color, oh, the color is coming up good. And this is um, Kid Silk Haze. So I got an, enough of these. I got three of these, enough for like a nice size shawl. It's this most beautiful blue. It's a new color. It's called Atlantic, I think, yeah. It's color number 609 um, Atlantic. And um, I saw this and I fell in love with it. Um, so... Um, at some point, I will want to do kind of a nice big shawl out of it. I was watching, I, I've been, you know, catching up with podcasts and I was watching one and somebody said something about, oh, I wouldn't knit with that because it's got mohair. And I went, that's okay. There means more for me. <laughs> I love this yarn. It is like so wonderful. I just love, and I, it's so lightweight and the shawls are so warm and, and nice. So I'm like really happy um, about this. She said it's a brand new color. It had just arrived um, for, um, so. But that was um, really my only yarn shop purchase. And since I had that really nice, um, you know, discount, I ended up like getting like buy one, get two free, which, hello. <laughs> 
Um, you know, so anyway, that was the thing that really screamed at me. They had, you know, other, you know, nice yarns and stuff. So, but that was what really was screaming at me. Um, so I guess that was about it. We had a, we had a really nice day. We, you know, went and had lunch and, and there's a lot of other little shops. We just kind of, you know, you know, talked and, and walked around. There's a, like a big candy store and, you know, we just had, had a nice kind of very relaxing, you know, now I've got well here in my face, my nose. Um, it's okay. I still love it. Um, but it was a, it was a, a really fun day. So, um, that is about it. Um, I did want to mention that the podcast, I, I do hope to be a little more regular um, recording. Um, and the the feed on the podcast is going to be changing soon in the next, like in early October. Um, and that because is because I'm not going to re-up with WordPress. I'm going to go another way, um, but I'm still going to keep my iTunes feed I don't know if it's going to entail anything like on your end that needs to change. I'm in control of my feed since last year with the whole blip thing. Um, and so to change the feed, I have, I can go in and change sort of the location where iTunes pulls the podcast from. Um, so I'm not sure if, if it's going to be kind of the same you know, thing is last year when I switched from blip that you had to like, you know, delete and or resubscribe and that kind of thing. So hopefully I will be able to, um, you know, know more by the time, um, I record again, which is ho going to hopefully be next week. Um, but I do want to stay on iTunes and, um, so hopefully I will know my, when I, when I do switch it over, um, this is episode 80. They're not, I do intend to, I have to re-upload them to this new place. So that is not going to probably be finished happening, um, before the switch is made. So, um, there is, but eventually I want to get, um, them all, you know, all up again. So um, there may be a time in the iTunes where they're not all, um, all the episodes aren't there. So um, anyway, that's just kind of a preliminary just to like put it out there and let you know that that is going to be happening um, in the in the near future. So, um, that is about all I'm, you know, again, I'm apologize for if there's like kind of the lighting is kind of bad and there's like shadows and things, but, um, like I said, I felt like recording tonight, so I figured get it done and then I don't have to worry about it tomorrow. Um, and it'll all be done. So then I can process it and get it up timely. <laughs> so I hope, um, you all have a really um, good week. And until I see you next time, from my heart to yours, happy knitting.